You're listening to The Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by Miniquip Hire, WA's leading machinery hire company, supporting the Landscape Industries Association, WA. G'day landscapers and welcome to another episode of Green Thumbs Up, the landscaping podcast for landscapers by landscapers. Brought to you by our good friends from Miniquip, Domus Wholesale Nursery and Bailey's Fertilisers. Nico, good to see you again mate. Hey Daz, how are you mate? That's a pretty lengthy list of sponsors we're starting to rack up. I'm, yeah, very impressed mate. Throwing by the day, we're going to have to have to start an auction for it for uh, podcast space I think. Well I think um, per episode we'll be looking at pretty soon I would have thought, so... Um, any any sponsors out there listening? Feel free to get in contact with us. Yeah, but I'm no, I'm good, Daz. How are you, mate? Uh, I'm really good, mate. Now we've got a, a guest in the, the studio with us tonight. Do you want to introduce him to the listeners? I, I don't know. Um, well, we've got tonight. We've got Josh Irwin from NX Pro Landscaping. He, I mean, he's become a good friend of mine just in the industry and just as a just as a good bloke. So thought we'd ask him in tonight and ask a few questions and see. Why he's here and what he what he does. So yeah, it should be it should be an interesting chat. G'day, Josh. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah. Thanks for having me in. No, uh, no problem, mate. Relax. It's not it's not too <laughs> heavy hitting, mate. Don't worry. It's not a current affair style questioning. So no matter how much uh, Nico looks like Jan event. But yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm well. I'm getting there. I'm you know a little bit of makeup before I come on. So um, no, but Josh, good, thanks for thanks for coming in, mate. Appreciate it. We're sort of. Been reaching out to a lot of landscapers and getting you know more on is is a goal of mine. I, you know, I just want to hear a bit about your story, sure. I guess. So obviously, you've you're you're not from Perth. You've got an English, or you're not from Perth. So how did how did you end up in Perth to start so, with? So yeah, originally from the UK in London and moved over here uh, about fifteen years ago. Um, plan like a, a lot of stories of people coming over here. Plan was to work for six months and go back to the UK, and then yeah, that was fifteen years ago. And so still, still, still a, here, still illegal, still illegal. <laughs> no, no. So yeah, so yeah, so that was a few years ago now, and never went back. And a couple of trips home. That was about it. Right? Yep, yep. And um, so you've been here for fifteen years. Landscaping is where. Were you landscaping back in London? No, so I was doing building, renovating back there. Um, and then when I came over here, I moved more so. I've got a carpentry background, so I was doing a lot of commercial carpentry, commercial form work when yep. I first came here. And then after a couple of years, I decided to set up my own carpentry company, which was pretty small. Um, we soon moved into exterior carpentry work, decking, pergolas, patios, that kind of thing. And then... After a few years of that, we moved into landscaping, and we've been doing landscaping for probably about 10 years, 10, and, 11 years. And that's NX Pro? Yeah. So what's the story behind, <laughs> behind <laughs> NX Pro? I'm, I'm sure it's pretty, well, pretty riveting. Off, I had, when I first started the carpentry, I actually set up with a friend of mine, and we had the company was AMJ Carpentry, yep. which was just our, our initials. Um, that lasted about a week before we parted our own ways, yep. and then after a couple of years, we, I decided to change the name so Inex Prime, Inex was for the interior and exterior carpentry. Yep. And then it was a gradual changeover from carpentry to landscaping, and then we started picking up a lot of uh, landscaping work, and I just so decided to never change the name. Yeah, since. I mean, it's obviously been working. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit different. It doesn't have a huge amount of meaning. 
No, yes, but yeah, I like the story it's though. It's all right. It's it's is what it is. So I mean, you got into landscaping. You know, you sort of said you've sort of fell into it after a yeah. couple of years. But I yeah. mean, you obviously how how do you fall into something like well, that? I think my my experience from back in the UK here was, I think with carpentry, you get to learn a lot about a lot of other trades, and you don't often get that if you're doing plumbing or electrical. You don't often get to know how to you know lay bricks or do carpentry or steelwork or concrete. And in the UK, when you are doing carpentry, it's a bit different because you do learn a lot about other trades. Yep. Um. So. Through experience, um, and I guess I want to learn more and just more of an interest in being outside and, and gardens and garden design and landscaping. And it really just grew from there. So, yeah, it was just a slow transition. Yeah, obviously you're probably one of the, well, you know, from, from what I can see of your jobs, one of the higher-end landscapers mm. in Perth. Do you design your own work or, or no, so there is a bit of that or how do, how do, how do no, you... Well, when we started out, we started out with very basic kind of landscape designs, hand sketches, you know, and just, you know, I'm not great with the computer and software and that took me a long term time to learn. Um, but then, now all of our work now is all through private designers that we collaborate with quite a few different designers in Perth. We don't do any in-house design at all ourselves now. So you won't get... So if someone, one of your, say, a repeat client yeah. or you know a customer you've had in the yeah. past comes to you and says yeah you know we've got such and such we're thinking of doing you probably would oh, look if, if it a lot of the time if it requires a design and I'll, I'll refer them to, to a designer, to a designer. That's, that's suitable yeah. with their style of what they're after to the style of design obviously every designer's got their own style yep um so we'll usually just refer them back in that way uh if it's pretty simple where design's not really needed and you know repeat clients would often Help them out in that way. Yep. Um, new clients, we generally don't don't take on. We don't. We just don't take on work that's not designed. We just, we, yep. you know, we get a lot of work through the designs we already work for, and we kind of prioritise that. that so, I mean, you've obviously got a, a group of designers you work for currently at the moment. Mm. Um, how do you go about? Because obviously, there's a lot of designers. There's probably new designers that think. Yeah. Hang on, Josh. Josh yeah. did that job. Yeah, I'll have a chat to yeah. him and see where you're at with workloads and yeah, things like, like that. Yeah, I think you know at the moment things have definitely been <coughs> tough. Like I think with everyone that I seem to talk to in the industry at the moment, uh, everyone's st- struggling with staff. And, yeah, and, and I think you know, that's um, worldwide. It is in yeah. any industry. Yeah, I mean you know? we've we've dropped our uh, the quantity of guys we've had in the last six months to a year massively. You know we had three teams running. Yeah, um, and that's hard for the type of work we do do getting enough guys that are actually able to build that kind of caliber and type of work yeah it's always hard to find kind of get them gold dust kind of guys that walk in every now and then you you try and hang on to them um but yeah this probably last six months been the the hardest for us staff wise so we've toned it down to really one small team yeah we've just had to chat to the designers and they they understand that we could you know we can only build so many, so, so much. Because I mean, you, you you're busy. I mean, my mm. business, Darren. You're, everyone's at sort of breaking point. Yeah. The designers are probably no different. You yeah. know, they're probably getting people banging their door down Absolutely. for designs, and yeah. they've probably got a hundred designs sitting there going, "Who's going to build all yeah. this?" Yeah. So, I mean, look, I think a couple of years ago, we yeah, last yeah, probably two or three years ago, we we work working with a lot of different designers, which was great, and I think at the time probably, you know, four or five years ago, 
it was great because all this work was landing on our plate and a lot of people wanted to work with us and we started to probably take on too much than we could really handle. Yep. And I think I kind of realised that, the stress that came with that and not being able to carry out as much work as we could. And that well, was it just us. We puts just you under pressure. It does. It was too, and not too only, much pressure. And the pressure for you, it's your staff. I mean, they need... To yeah. have a bit of a break as well, that's you know, right, like, and it's right. got to be fun. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I get it's work, but there's still got to be enjoyment from it. That's so. right. And I think the last year ago, where we've kind of had to, you know, tone things down a little bit, we've just kind of we've stuck with the designers that gave us an opportunity right in the beginning. Yeah. Many years ago, seven eight years ago, when we started working with a couple of designers, we've just stuck by the people that have stuck by us. To be honest. Yeah. And we. Well, if we've got room to do other bits and pieces from other people, we will. But when we're so busy as we are, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to do that. Yeah, but I mean, loyalty is obviously an important of course, part yeah. of professional or personal. But yeah. sounds like you've obviously built that relationship with yeah. with a lot of people. And how? Yeah. I mean, how involved? You say you're only really dealing with designers. How involved are they in these projects with you? Uh, it's different. To be honest, different designers are different. Some designers uh, that we work with will pretty much... and I think it takes a long time to build that trust with someone that's installing because a lot of designers will probably vouch for me when they say, you know, they'll have installers and put the job forward to them and then there may be stuff that's maybe too complicated for them to do or there's things that are like a lot cheaper and they'll go ahead and change the design and change materials. Yep. And that's not the best thing to do when they've paid a huge amount of money or a certain amount of money to a design to do that. So... We always try and respect as much as we can what the designers have done. Yep. And and that's why they like working with us and some will just pass the design on and pass the client on. Yep. And they will trust me if we do need to make changes for, you know, if we need to kind of cut some costs or the clients do want to just make their own alterations, they'll trust me to do so. Yep. And then some are out on site quite a bit and they like to be more involved. Yeah, um, it's different with different different people. So talking about budgets and design, it's always one of those things in the industry. You know, people come into my office and say they've got X amount, and they think that that's going to get the yeah Taj Mahal, yeah. um, so to speak, in landscaping terms. But it doesn't always work out that way. Yeah. So you're pretty upfront and honest with yeah, with. Look, I think it's. I mean, I think. A, Good designers, to be honest, know have a good idea of what things cost, and that for me is what a really good designer can do. Is they design something that not only looks great but is affordable and achievable and yeah. buildable. Yeah. Where you know we've had a lot of experience in the past where we're quoting on jobs that are three or four times a client's budget, and I can't change that quote or the design enough. To well, budget no one's going to win out of that. No, you know, no like that's right. The, so the designer's not going to get a job built. Yep. You know, they're not going to have, you no, know... It's a lot, of, a lot of time wasted, really, yeah. yeah. and then the client, obviously, is going to get a compromised version yeah. of that. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, I mean, that still, I think, you know, and it, I guess not only from the designers, I think the costs have gone up as well. So a yeah. lot of people are probably understating that at the moment, yeah, you well, know, I mean, like uh, labour and just yeah, costs in general have gone up. So people in, in construction are really the only ones that know what's happened with materials in the last year. I mean, timber's doubled, steel's tripled in cost. The average client, they just would not understand how much in materials have gone up and the impact of that on the job. It's, uh, yeah, it's different. And I think a lot of companies, ourselves included, last year we, we wore a lot of cost on materials 
increasing for jobs that were booked in you know eight months prior we wore a lot of cost on that so we've costs sort of spiraling out of mm. control and yeah. there's probably even still i got a price this through from one of the timber companies only yeah. yesterday i think it was <laughs> and they're you know 10 minimum probably 10 yeah. percent on yeah, pretty much every product yeah. yeah and i'm like yeah, when's this going to end you know, know like it's just almost every month that it's it's, it's true. you know and i know it's you know there's no price gouging and there's nothing like that yeah. but we've sort of changed our way out we deal with people a little bit so yep. that we can pass on those costs a little bit easier yeah. i guess well, have you done anything like yeah, that we, um, we kind of had to i think after last year where we just you know we did wear a lot of costs on a lot of jobs and we weren't expecting i mean sometimes yeah. you know you might get a small increase and yeah. you know that's okay or you stuff up yeah no i've never done it but i've heard about it Josh, yeah. you know. <laughs> But I think what all we can do now, because we're quoting on jobs so far in advance because our schedule is just so busy, we just have to have a clause in there where we have to requote the job. Whether they confirm for yep. eight, nine months' time down the line, we still need to review that quote before we start. Yeah, that's um, pretty much what we've done. We've, yeah. We requote with anything up until t- a couple of months, I think, yeah. like out from a job that's starting. Right. That's so, right. Yeah, I think yeah. we've got the same yeah. six, six to eight weeks before yeah. we review. Our labour costs will stay the same. We don't change that whatsoever. It's really just any difference in materials from where we've first yeah. quoted to close to the date of install. Yeah, which does make it tricky for the client. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, they're, they're probably... I guess they're venturing into the unknown a little bit, you know, getting into these jobs. So You look what's happening in the building industry at the moment where you've got builders who've got more work than they handle and they're going bust. Because oh, yeah. they're, they're quoting mm. and building 12 months down the track and trying to build, yeah. build a job and, and hoping really that they get enough variations to make yeah. the job um, profitable. Well, I mean, there'll probably be a lot that hope and costs are going to go down, but I've not noticed in the past 20 years that once... Things yeah, go up. They generally they don't go, go down. back down. They don't go down. So I've never known the prices down yeah. one direction. Right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. look, they, I mean, they'll never go down again. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah, like so, I've never, never seen. Yeah, and there's so many more pressures. I mean, interest rates again going up fourth yeah. month in a row. So, yep. I think that, funnily enough, may help the labour situation in in Australia. Obviously, with migration starting to happen again, interest rates going up. Yeah, slowing the economy. I think. Funnily enough, in a, when you own a business, it's probably the last thing, but it's probably yeah. something we're all hoping that may come from, from all this. Yeah. So I'm not sure. The general um, economic slowdown and getting back to what you know, pre-pandemic sort of levels were would, wouldn't be a bad thing. It would be a lot less stressful, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's, definitely. It's hard to keep on top of, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. And do, so, I mean, while we're on the topic of money, do you have a – you know, do you have a cutoff where you, you know, twenty thousand dollars, or you only um, deal with people that have? No, not look, not really. To be honest, a lot of our our clients are um, being that a lot of our work is more on the high end stuff. Our clients generally they're, they're pretty expensive jobs a lot of the time. Yep. But at the same time, for because like I say, because we work with certain designers, they may have a job that is smaller, and we'll still go ahead and build it because yeah, yeah. we've also yeah. got to you know support the designers at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but a lot of the time, you know, they, they do have good budgets, which is good. It just allows them to kind of have more creative gardens and yeah. Maybe so nice, I mean, nice and stuff. knowing what jobs you do construct, you know, some yeah. of them are amazing. Like um, 
what are you what are you talking like average or you don't so have look, to say if you don't want to no, but no, i mean no, some fine. of it look i'd say, say probably on the average job for us it would be around the 150 grand but you know up to two 300 grand yep so generally we don't do too much under 100 grand apart from you know a few but yep. um yeah i'd say probably around around there generally. i mean that's that's yeah. a reasonable budget i mean that's a yeah. certain percentage of the population that are looking for your services i mean it's not that's you're right. you're not for everyone no no that, yeah. no that's that's right yeah it's just um I, like i say i think it's you know the des- the work the designers get are higher end clients um and then that kind of follows through so do you think that that's um probably the case because the designers have qualified them they've charged them x amount for a design and the Clients are probably going. They're invested enough in the yeah. project that they're going to go ahead with it. I think so. I mean, I guess when a client's kind of searching to get a landscape designer, they're probably going to be, you know, searching through half a dozen or a dozen different designers, and they'll be looking at the caliber of work they've designed. Yep. Um, and then I think when you can see some of the some of the, the top designers, they're turning over these amazing oh, million some of projects. Them. Yeah, some of them. Um, are you're lot. not going to get a, a twenty grand project. No, of that. And no. the design fees are. You know, are going to be in that, in keeping right. with that, yeah, yeah. So yeah. a lot of the time, the client's kind of probably aware of what they're they're going to get, and the designer's also pretty good at giving a ballpark, and we'll discuss budget with them, and and just you know, yeah, yeah, if they're the suitable designer for them. So what are you like talking about design? You don't have to speak about the individual designers, yeah. but what are your favourite projects that you work on? I know you, you know, I pick your brain about um, concrete. <laughs> concrete curved yeah. benches or yeah. concrete curved anything is probably yeah. your go-to at the minute. Oh, look, but I what, like, you've obviously got a formwork background with the uh, amount well, of yeah, formwork yeah, I see you do. I think we do, because we don't subcontract much, we really do keep 95% of the work in-house. Like, I'm pretty well-rounded and covered in most skills for it. Yep. I think it's, it's yeah, I just find keeping it in-house kind of just allows us to keep control of the schedule and the quality of the work and it's a lot more enjoyable being able to build it than relying on contractors where everyone's schedule at the moment is just it's too well you couldn't schedule i mean we we're the same we do a lot of stuff in house and if we didn't i mean i don't know how anyone would be able to tell a client you know gary's going to turn up on you know you'd be like it'd be like a winning the lottery if he does turn up yeah so it's good i mean yeah i think like going back to the concrete i don't know why Recently, just I think started doing it. Concrete kitchens and bench seats, and just seems to be in trend at the moment. Probably has been for a couple <coughs> of years, and we just were able to carry them out and build a few for other people. And yeah, we get asked quite a bit for advice on how we do them. Yeah, no, I look, I it's definitely great, look at your new. your Instagram and your photos, and obviously, you even sent me some photos that you you're building a curved bench, and and so you're building just for viewers at home. Josh is. Mm. Looks like he's doing all the form form work off site. So you're not. Yeah. Why Why would you do that? It's not oh, look, messy. It's not sandy. Look, I mean, because we've got a up at our wares, we've got a good fabrication area. Yep. It's really some jobs you can. Some have got to be built on site, but it's just having a flat space where you can fabricate smaller jobs that we can make in segments and then take to site. Yep. And then put them on it also saves a lot of time on the site you may not have the, the space to do so yep. yep obviously with the weather at the moment the yeah mate. just talking about yeah. you know we had two days of rain we formed up this this concrete bench seat um, so you keep it you keep it going when yeah. probably yeah. normally you might be rained off or, That's or right. well, sometimes you know. we do it you know after hours of weekends but it just saves a lot of time on site because these things can take a couple of weeks sometimes to 
form up and fabricate, or it can take a few days. So yeah, yeah. Bit of a time saver as well. Yeah, no, look, it definitely um, looked pretty amazing. So 95% of the work you do yourself in-house? Yeah, yeah. What what wouldn't you do? Like, so what, do you, end, what do you subcontract out? the only things we use contractors for are rendering. We've just got a, a renderer we use for rendered walls. Uh, to be honest, I just don't really have interest myself in learning rendering. Yep. Um, and apart from that, concrete and in regards to like large driveways yeah, yeah, and large yep. amounts of concrete, we, yep. we have a concrete contractor. Yep. Uh, but apart from that, that's that's basically it. apart from you know your, your electrical guys that come. Oh through, your, yeah, your the qualified stuff, plumber, qualified electrical. Guys you have yeah. to have. Yeah. Apart from that, with everything. So you do brickwork as well. Yeah, brickwork, stonework, yep. um, stone masonry work, concreting, really everything. So yeah. your team, how many? How many now have you got in there? So now we've got four. Uh, yep. So we're just running one team. We're still split between a couple of jobs yeah, because yeah. our schedule. You have to. Yeah, we, we had that in schedule, but yeah, so we're just running with four at the moment. But trying to, like everyone, hire new guys and build back up. But um, it's just proven difficult. I think everyone's, I mean, we've been running ads permanently for the, I could have just burnt that money. Yeah. Like it was yeah, basically, yeah. it was pretty much a complete waste of time. Seek, yeah. if you are listening though, we're happy to have you on as a sponsor. So obviously, like out of the four guys, how many, you've, you've got an apprentice or more than one yeah, apprentice? So, so I've still got one of my supervisors that I had. Um, yep. He used to own his own landscaping company that used to do similar work yep. to us. So that was, that was great when he, he came on board with us. Yep. And then we've got another tradesman and apprentice at the moment. So okay. we do have a really good team of skilled strong, guys. Strong, strong. Pretty much, about, yeah, yeah, it is. For what we're doing, uh, yep. especially for running one team, we've, we've, we've well Pretty, for yeah, it. yeah. We just need a few more hands on deck yeah. just to... You just need some guys to help push barrows and stuff bit, yeah, like that around. You know? and couple of, really, for us, we, we try and just hire guys that want to learn landscaping, like we chatted about before. Yeah, um, trying to find guys that can kind of think logically. Well, I think well. you know, I mean, almost. You know, I was chatting to not you, but one of one of the other guys the other day. I mean, you know, it's getting to the point that now we pretty much employ anybody. Yeah, you just need even hands. if they yep. had a heartbeat. You yeah. know, like, I mean, it sounds um, peculiar, yeah. but, yeah. you know, I, it's almost at the point where we, you know, you'd put a mannequin yeah. out in someone's garden and they'd, yeah. they'd ring you and go, you know, progress is slow, but I'm, honestly, <laughs> honestly, mate, there. he's not going too bad, you know, like, things are happening. It's, the other guys. Yeah, so, I mean, it, I think... He's not damaging anything. Yeah, <laughs> so I think, and I hope that, you know, the government are on to this and, you know, things is going to start to turn around and get some yeah. skilled labour back into the country and yeah. help out, you know, not only the landscapers, I mean, but everyone, all, yeah, all walks all, of life, all, really. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, in saying that, you've got your four guys. I mean, how do yeah. you keep them motivated? Because the pressure on them, you know, like it doesn't ever stop. Yeah, look, I think, to be honest, I've never... I've worked for a couple of bad bosses, I guess you could say, in my past to treat their staff well, and I've just never taken that approach. So I'm very relaxed. I don't think I've ever snapped at a guy I've spoken down to my employees. I treat them exactly how I ex- would like to be treated myself yep. as an employee, but also, you know, it's complete mutual respect. So, yep. you know, the, the guys that do work for me always really enjoy working versus a good social place to work as well. Yep. And, um, you know, we get out, we go for beer every Friday. Yep. Catch up on the weekends, you know. So you're sort then. of your mates. We are mates, yeah. yeah. I think it's good. You gotta you gotta really enjoy who you're working with and Oh, definitely. I mean you, you know, spend more time with your bloody 
work colleagues than your wife generally. Yeah, well, so. that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to get on with her, but yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, moving on from that, uh, awards and things like that, are you, is that something that you go about or you're not... Because you've got the designers, you don't have to worry oh, too much or... So much. To be honest, I think, I think we, we're kind of fairly well known in the industry directly outside of that we probably fly under the radar quite a bit yeah um, we don't advertise a market in any way and I quite I quite like it that way we kind of you got your Instagram that's pretty um, yeah we don't put too cutting much edge. on there to be honest yeah yeah we probably need someone working on that but um yeah. Well, another landscaper that hates doing Instagram. That's <laughs> like, I mean, there's it, anyone that right. out there marketing, it's you know, going back to photos. That's what we don't we don't do enough of is going back to get proper. Photos done of these jobs. Yeah, should. professional photos. I mean, some of the yeah. jobs that I've seen would look amazing. But yeah. I mean, you know, you say you you don't do you know any marketing those sorts of things. I mean, mm. probably the first time, one of the first times I met you was at the garden show. Like you were yeah. building your own yeah, garden. We've done, we've done the garden um, show a few times. We've worked with we've done our own stuff, and we've also so in the very early days we did one of our own, and that yeah. was a bit of us kind of trying to get our name out there a little bit in the early days. Yep. Um, also used to have a side business, which was like a screening division, which we did a garden show for that, which was good. Yep. Um, and then the last one we did was uh, with another designer. We installed a pretty um, decent design for them one year. That was um, massive. It was big. Who was the designer? Um, Empire Lane. Okay, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, bit of a Hampton style yeah, yeah, yeah. design. So that was good. That oh, was it was a, a brilliant. Kerry, Kerry well, did you, a. You kind of saved us on that because we wouldn't have built it without you guys coming to the rescue. Oh, I mean, it was huge, and to build it in that time frame yeah. with, I think you were sick. There was lots, lots of, of other elements. Half the guys just went off to holiday. Sick yeah, guys. Yeah, I think it rained. It was mud fest. It yeah. was. Um, I mean, you did that generally for, for Empire Lane. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's I mean. right. So that was new. That was kind of like a new uh, work relationship with them at the time. Uh, and, yeah, that was the first time I met you. We'd never met before and yeah. we were struggling to get this thing built because we just, yeah. Like I, I don't even think, I don't even know why I was down. I think I was dropping something off for someone else. I, don't like, know, I think yeah. Kerry, Kerry might have phoned you and oh, before we knew it, you yeah. half a team of guys there giving us a hand. It was, yeah. it was amazing. No, it was good fun and it was nice to form a pretty solid relationship yeah. friendship out of it and yeah. um you know that was years and years ago now but i mean obviously we you know we do similar work but different as well so yeah. i mean it's good to keep an eye on on what yeah. we're doing and i guess it's been good because you've been able to help us out on a yeah. on a few things as yeah, well yeah. which yeah. you know your well, experience is important to you know yeah. get on with good guys and help each other out where you can so you've would you say you're more plant based or construction based? I mean, that's all. There's landscapers are always sort yeah. of one or the other. I, I don't know. I mean, that's how yeah, I look, see I'd, it. But I'd definitely say. Um, I mean, every job has elements of both. You know, because we build everything from start to finish, including the softscaping, the planting, the retic, and the lawn. Hardscape definitely more of my passion and where we get the work we get because of the uh, hardscaping elements for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But have you have you Got a bit of a green thumb now. You got your, your indoor plants at home, and you know, you, oh, I, I could imagine you sitting there on the weekend pruning your toperies. No, yeah, no, get, yeah. I think uh, I think my <laughs> wife might have bought a couple of indoor plants, but uh, no, no. I, look, it's good. It's been something um, because I didn't study horticulture. Um, it's been something that I've learned a lot of over the years, yeah. and, and I'm still learning a lot now. My expertise is most definitely in the hardscaping, stone, timber, concrete. 
Yeah, no, nice. Yeah. Um, obviously, one of the things that you're passionate about and we're, we're trying to drive here at Liawa is getting the uh, a golf day up and running for, yeah. you know, for because obviously, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, women, men and women in our industry, but a majority of guy, um, people in our industry are young men, I would have thought. Yeah. Is, you know, a mental health, important for you like is it something it that yeah it is so i think um you know me and ryan uh, a year year and a half ago we decided that we wanted to um try and put together some kind of like a men's mental health awareness day uh, and a golf day for the industry landscapers but also yeah. construction yeah. industry yeah you know not I've, I've only had my own issues but i've had you know past employees close friends and family members yeah no, it's become a real a real serious issue yeah and I guess it's a tricky thing because no one really knows how to approach anyone about it or if anyone wants to be approached by it. So I think um, the thought of doing it like an awareness day was a good step in the kind of right direction of trying to be involved in something that's pretty important. Yeah. Um, and well, I think I think the landscape industry, I mean, being a part of it, you know, employing 20-odd guys, you know, like oh, I do get to speak to a lot of people yeah. and there's a lot of situations where... I have to talk and I, you yeah. know, impersonally as well. I mean, you know, like yeah, I, course, yeah. you know, you have good days and bad days. And I think the more awareness there is, you know, yeah. and if it's a golf day or whatever it is, yeah. I think if we can, if we can highlight the fact that, you know, men, young men especially should start talking more, I think yeah. isn't a, isn't a bad thing. And, and, uh, you know, it's another reason why, you know, we started this podcast. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to get in a room and talk to people, but they yeah. can listen and they can hear. Yeah. You've got the same staff troubles. You've got the yep. same issues. So yep. well and truly behind you getting something up and running. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, Darren, all of us at the okay. landscape industry are, yeah, are keen, to, very yeah. keen to, yeah. to be involved and, and, and help out and do what we can. Yeah, so, I mean, look, I mean, probably on a bit of a downer, but um, what do you do to... Relax. I mean, obviously, you work seven days a week. You don't have much of a life. You, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you know, you work every hour under sun. Yeah. Oh, like I think, um, t- as much time as the, with the family as I can get is is really what. So I you like got to young do. kids, I've Josh? Got, yeah, I got two kids. I've got yep. a um, a seven year old and a twenty one year old. Yep. Young. Yep. But, um, well, they younger work, younger works, than me, mate. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So, but work <laughs> takes over a bit at the moment. So any spare time, I'd like to just get away, get out, and spend time with the family. Yeah, nice. No, Josh, thanks for coming on tonight. It's been insightful, definitely. I, you know, great. I love love chatting to you, um, to Darren. You. Yeah, good chat, Josh. Really, and good to meet you. Probably. Yeah, you uh, too. Yeah. Thank you. No, thanks, and um, yeah, get on board. Any any future sponsors? We need a few more. Thank you. You've been listening to the Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by the Landscape Industries Association WA, sponsored by Mini Quip Hire.